Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is Alan Richardson, and he's joining us from West Des Moines, Iowa, a place I'm very familiar with, uh, and he's with Transition Point Business Advisors. And we're going to talk about business continuity and succession planning, and Transition Point Business Advisors helps companies and families do three things. Number one, to better manage, grow, and add value to their business through a proven process called the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Number two is uh, business continuity and succession planning. Very critical. We talk about that a lot, and we're going to talk about that today. And number three is family, heritage, and legacy planning. So I call that Happy Thanksgivings Forever. Alan, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, having me on. It's a real pleasure. I I, uh, looked at your website. I love the work that you guys are doing. We talk about that a lot. So if you could give our listeners a sense of your background and how you started in this industry, and and then we'll talk about where you are today. You bet. Um, And because I represent the whole firm, uh, there's uh, seven of us that are in this firm, in this component of the firm anyway. There's four other sister. uh, This is one of of, uh, four sister businesses they're in a holding company to, to really help our our clients in a, in a uniform, holistic way. Mm-hmm. The transition point, we've got uh, people in our business that have been doing this for 30 years, and some that have been doing it for only about six years. Personally, my background in Des Moines, Iowa, as you can imagine, it would be agriculture. And so uh, I've worked with agriculture firms, anywhere from regional firms to multinational firms, Pine or DuPont, so forth, uh, and then, really, we've been working with our firm works with uh, agriculture clients, manufacturing clients, construction clients, um, and uh, a lot of distribution. We do auto and so forth as well. Um, so we do a, a multiple uh, different industries. Um, you know, we're from an experience and certification standpoint, um, we're business owners ourselves. Um, we've got degrees, MBAs, those, those kind of things. We're also certified, Bill, in the uh, in the uh, services that we provide, we believe in proven processes, and we use those. We find proven processes, and then we get certified in those, and then we just uh, are able to use those processes to help our clients. So we're certified in the things that we do, like the EOS, um, the EOS and Traction, the book Traction by Gino Wickman, um, the uh, Business uh, Enterprise Institute out of, out of Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. yep. uh, and that's what we do our business succession and planning with. And then finally, the Heritage uh, Design Professional, the Heritage Group out of uh, Washington. So, um, that, so that's a little bit about um, you know the industries we work in and uh, our our firm. Thanks for the background. You know, it sounds like you all have the the benefit of a lot of wisdom, a lot of industries you're working with, and you're using the best of the best tools that are out there. Uh, new things are being developed for this routinely because it's such a big and emerging issue. So tell us about your take. You know, why is this an important planning area for business owners? Well, a couple things. Number one is that, uh, you know, we've got the baby boomer um, industry uh, group going through our, our uh, culture right now, and those folks were creative. They like to do it their own way. Uh, they own businesses. 
and now as they uh, start to sunset and, and see the horizon, uh, they're wanting to uh, to get those businesses in the hands of other people who are very capable. And uh, the other thing with that then is so there's there's a large number of people, number one. Number two, those people have really been good at running businesses, but they've, you know, that's what they do every day is they run their business. What they don't do every day is sell their business or, or transition their business. And so, uh, you know, they're very smart people. They know how to run a business, but they don't know oftentimes how to transition a business. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And it's not easy, as we know. There's uh, one of the points you brought up was this uh, huge number of age 50 plus business owners. I've seen the SBA put it at 12 million. Uh, if you just include the baby boomers, it might be a little smaller number. But the baby boomers are between age 50 and 67. 68 years old now. So there's there's business owners that are older than that that are thinking even more dramatically, How you know, uh-oh, <laughs> it's time. I've got to get out of this thing. So it's a very important issue. And when we talk about business continuity and succession planning, uh, and we're focusing on that for our interview today, what are some of the key reasons people would initially hire you? Um, first of all, I want to cover this, if it's okay, is that when we do a business continuity and succession plan, we, well, there's really five components of that. And I'm going to throw a sixth one in, but it's, it's not a, a specific component. There's really five plans that come in and get wrapped up in a holistic business continuity and succession plan. Number one is a, as a business plan, because we really want to make sure there's uh, sustainability and, and uh, uh, succession in that business. And so we need a growth plan or what's the plan for the business. It's a business plan. That's where we use the EOS. Next then is a continuity plan in case uh, there's, uh, you know, one of the, the dreaded Ds, if there's a death or disability or divorce, something like that, mm-hmm. what will happen in the event of a, of a disaster, okay, and having that clearly laid out. The third, then, is the succession plan, and that what, that's what utopia would be uh, if that owner, um, you know, is able to exit their business the way they want to. That's the specific succession plan. The fourth, then, is a personal financial plan because they, as they exit their business and, and sell their business, we want to make sure that uh, those individuals are, are financially secure, whatever that means to them for the rest of their life. And so the fifth, then, is the estate plan, because oftentimes, uh, you know, um, and you you guys have uh, experts who cover this on your show, you know, the importance of an estate plan. So we want to make sure all five of those are done in a holistic, complete uh, business continuity and succession plan. The sixth one that I mentioned is that we do an annual business review, because once you get these done, you don't want them to unwind. And so we just we review them every year just to make sure they're current. So those are the things that we put in place, okay, and we recommend that everybody listening to this, if you're a business owner, make sure you have a complete business continuity and succession plan with those different plans embedded in that. Now, why is it important? Well, it's, it's important because uh, without a plan, you know, uh, the Bible will even say if, if without, a, without a vision, the people perish. And uh, from our EOS, we talk about uh, if, there's no, if there's not traction on your vision or if you don't have a plan, it's hallucination. And so if you don't have a plan, chances are you're not going to get there. And so, you know, why do people wait or why do people not do it? Well, some people just believe they're not going to die. Some people just don't want to let go of control, and they think of control as they have to be in control versus being influencers. They just make procrastinate. Um, you know, one of the things, if, if you're 70 and you haven't started, 
that's, you know, that's uh, probably about 20 years too late. We like to see people get started anytime between 50 and 60, and because sometimes these plans, as you know, can carry out seven years or so. That was very well put. Alan, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come right back and ask you to share some stories and tips, ideas, and precautions for our listeners. So please stay there with us, okay? Thanks, Bill. We'll be right back. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the show for age 50-plus business owners. We're interviewing over 250 professional advisors for their tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights every day at ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that we've interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics, and you'll find all of their interviews and highlights online at exacoachradio.com or on iTunes at itunes.exacoachradio.com. And I'm talking with Alan Richardson of Transition Point Business Advisors. And Alan, before the break, we talked about the five plans, the business plan, the continuity plan, the succession plan, the personal financial plan, and the estate plan, and the importance of tying all those together with an annual business review, and the fact that people put off this planning because of uh, they don't want to deal with their mortality, they're, they're in control now, and they don't want to lose that control, or they just put it off because maybe they're too busy. So um, let me ask you a question. How do you find clients, and how, how do you guys get started with an engagement? Yeah. Um, so the other one I would add in there is they just don't know, right? And, and and you alluded to this, but they just they just don't know what to do. Therefore, they're stuck, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we like to find are people who are stuck. And how we do that is um, we are very collaborative, and we were you know we're not attorneys, we're not CPAs, we're not bankers, uh, we don't sell insurance products, but we like to work with those people who do because. Uh, our job is to help. Our, our, the reason we get up every morning is to help somebody, okay? And we love to help business owners. And, and therefore, uh, when they're stuck, there's an opportunity to help them. And when we help them, it could be one of two things. We could help them with a specific thing that we know what their need is and we know we can solve it, or we can get them in touch with somebody who can solve it for them. And, and obviously, we, we can't solve everyone's problems because we're not suited for that. But we uh, work with attorneys, CPAs and so forth and so for an example, uh, a lot of our clients will come in from those other trusted advisors of those of those business owners, and we got a couple for instances. Um, we have a client that uh, their attorney and them had worked on a succession plan. This was Generation One who created the business to go into G2, and they had five children, two children in the business. And the attorney had drafted all the papers up just the way mom and dad had said. And when the papers showed up, they couldn't sign it because now they had some disagreements with other children and so forth. And so they were stuck. The attorney called us after six months and said, you know, this family really needs help. I was helping them, but I could only take it so far. So we got involved. We worked with them, worked with all the stakeholders, and uh, interviewed all the kids and so forth, and then just really got agreement on where it should go and then got them unstuck and then got the attorney and the CPA back involved again. And six months later, which they had already been over a year or so planning that, we were done. Um, so, so to answer your question, we get those referrals from other 
professional, um, you know, experts who are helping these business owners. Uh, another client came in from New York State uh, in the agriculture industry, a guy that uh, is a very good financial advisor, but also a, a production advisor. Uh, family with now the seventh generation um, is getting involved in the business. The fifth is still involved in their 80s. Uh, the sixth generation in their 50s, and they were just a little stuck because they had 60 some cousins in the seventh generation. And so, by you know uh, uh, going in and just doing the interviews that we do and so on and so forth, we were help them to to get unstuck and still work with the attorney and the CPA that they are normally working with. I love that description. You're like the tractor on the muddy road of life. <laughs> you you get people that are stuck on the side of the road back out in the middle of the road and, and moving forward because that is a big problem. People will get to a certain point. And, you know, there, there are other advisors a lot of the time. Their tax advisors or legal advisors really don't have time and sometimes aren't equipped for, for pulling them out of the ditch. But that's something that you all... Uh, are are used to doing with your planning processes and moving things forward. And the other problem, let me ask you a question. Do you have a, a lot of resistance from other advisors, or do, after you educate them as to what you do, do they do they get do they get it? Yep, exactly what you just said there. In, until they know us and how we work, I mean, these advisors they want to do the best thing they can for their client. Okay, and so if if uh, other advisors or any of us, right, if, if we're um, plentiful mentality, or for a scarcity mentality. If advisors have a scarcity mentality, that, well, this is this is my client, and I want to make maintain control. Quite frankly, we don't want to work with those kinds of folks. We want to work with people who have a plentiful mentality, and you know whatever it takes to get the job done for that client. And so, if we're able to you know educate them and and what our role is, and and help them define what their role is, all of it with the focus on the client, it all works out great. So now you say that you all don't get paid through uh, any types of products or investments or anything like that. So how do you get paid? Is it a, is it a fee basis or a retainer or how does it work? Yep, strictly a fee based. And so what we do is uh, we really have a three step process. Uh, the first pro actually that's a pre step uh, is really just to when we take that call from another advisor to say, hey, we've got this client, uh, we we need help. How do we go? And so we'll sit down then with that prospect and their client and, uh, and just really, uh, this is our nickel, uh, and we'll go to wherever we need to go to. We go all over the United States, and we'll just want to sit down with them face-to-face -face and hear from them what their issues are. And uh, that way they, we get to really understand who they are. They get to understand a little bit about us. And we just ask them at that point, would you like a proposal from us? And if they say yes, then uh, we then go into a proposal for phase one. What our phase one is, Bill, is a diagnostic phase. And so we're going to do several things there, again, following our proven process of, of uh, learning uh, everything we can learn, or not everything, but the things we need to know, of where the gaps are, where they want to be, where are they now, where are the gaps, and have a pretty good idea of how to solve those. That's then we just do a diagnostic report, presentation, and then from there we say, now do you want a proposal for phase two on how to help, how to help you get unstuck? And not all the time is our recommendation for us. It could be, hey, we know where your issues are, but here's some other experts that are better suited, maybe better location for you, and then we, we hand them off. Otherwise, we do a, a, a proposal for phase two, which is all about the plan and implementing the plan for 
those five things. Again, we'll use the attorney and CPA to do all their all their things that they do. We just we just kind of quarterback it. And then at that point, after a phase two, really the plan's implemented, everything's done, and then just we'll come back with a phase three. We'll ask them again, would you like a recommendation for a phase three? And all that is is a an annual business review where we get everybody on their advisor team together for a half day or a day, depending on, could be just two hours, depending on the size of the business, but it's getting the attorney, the CPA, the banker, the insurance advisor, and so forth, all of us to sit down and focus on that client. And the clients love that because they're usually the ones, it's like a, um, you know, the old ping, uh, the uh, ping pong ball or the, the, uh, you know, it's the balls going back and forth and that's usually them where now everybody's sitting down and they've got a quarterback, that, which is us, to help them make sure the language is there and we're all hearing each other. It's so much more effective for the client. So it sounds to me like by someone engaging your services, they're going to save many times over what they pay you by not having the ping-pong ball effect and going back and forth with attorneys and accountants and other people that are expensive advisors that you know several hours could mount up into many thousands of dollars that might be avoided uh, or, or dealt with much more efficiently by working with you in the first place to, to direct everyone. Yes, and it's really three things, uh, Bill. Number one is dollars, what you just said. Number two, it's their time because there's a whole lot less time in doing that. They make one phone call, we coordinate the rest of it. And three is uh, the frustration level. It's not near as high when you're just able to get it all done at one one, one time. I, well, Alan, I love the mission. I love the clarity with which you address these issues because it's so important for our business owners to hear these, these things clearly, and I think you really did a great job with that. Tell me, uh, how would our listeners get in touch with you? And by the way, I love your website. It's www.tomorrowiscoming.com, which is about the best URL I've ever heard for this type of planning. So is that the best way for people to get in touch with you, and what do they find when they get there? You know, uh, yeah, it's our website. Uh, there's a couple different things there to engage in. And so, and there's a place to, um, uh, you know, send a, hey, contact me or whatever, and we'll be glad to do that. So that's a great source. Um, otherwise, you know, there's a uh, we've got email addresses, we've got phone numbers, and so, um, but the, that email address, that uh, website is a good place. But if, if uh, people want to do a phone call, do you want me to lift that now? or? Yeah, why don't we put that into the interview, sure. Okay. Uh, the direct line uh, here is uh, 515-225-4486, repeating 515-225-4486. And uh, my email address is a Richardson at tomorrowiscoming.com. And that's Richardson spelled with S-O-N on the end, not S-E-N, right? So, uh, Alan, great job. And, you know, I want to tell our listeners very quickly, uh, this this group will travel anywhere to help business owners. I think uh, just like us, uh, business owners are your heroes, Alan, it sounds like, and you want to help them and you're going to provide a free initial consultation to make sure that you can help before you get engaged. And so why wouldn't you call or visit their website, listeners, and check this out and, and really get to know what this is all about because they have all these processes and systems laid out. Sounds like a great service. Alan, thanks very much for joining us, and I want to have you back sometime to go deeper into some of this subject matter because it's great stuff. We'll be glad to do so, Bill. Thank you, and I appreciate the great work you do. Thank you very much. We're going to take a short break. I've been talking with Alan Richardson of Transition Point Business Advisors. We'll be right back with a very interesting guest. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com. 
the information station for age 50 plus business owners, where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well planned. We upload new one minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.